Hello, everyone. Hello. Mm-hmm. I'm Adrian Chan, <laughs> and I'm Carrie Embry. Out there tonight, a lot of little girls and boys are watching. They're watching us, and they're seeing the beginning of something. Well, a little different. They're seeing a city reborn, a city where it doesn't matter what color you are, where it sure doesn't matter how tall you are, mm. where it doesn't matter who you love, just as long as you love with all your heart. T. Mm. T. And that is a quote, you guys, from our new black female lesbian Mayor of Chicago, yes. bitch, Lori uh, Lightfoot. Lori Lightfoot, bitch. Yeah, Lori, she, that's such a cool story because I was reading up a little bit on it today. Mm -hmm. And not only is she, um, she's replacing Rahm Emanuel as uh, the mayor of Chicago, <laughs> but, um, but she won in a landslide. And the mm. other interesting thing I thought that was really cool just for the city of Chicago and for the U.S. is that it was two women of color in the final runoff for mayor. So she was against, she was running, a, running against another black female for the, wow. for the city Bo of Chicago. Both Democrats? Yes, both Democrats. And the wow. other, and the other Democrat was also progressive. Mm. And, uh, and her name is Tony Preckwinkle. Preckwinkle. Yeah. I'm here for these names, bitch. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, but anyway, I thought that was that was even a greater story because Chicago decided that it wanted Democrats, it wanted progressive Democrats, and Lori won over Tony because she's more of an outsider. Mm -hmm. Like Tony had been in the business of being a Democrat for a long time, and so people knew her. Um, and Lori came in as a, um, she was a former prosecutor mm. and she was like, uh, like a president of the, some kind of association that uh, connects like the police and the community or mm. something like that. And, uh, and they leaned her way and she won like by 74%. Wow. Like a landslide. You know, that, that's the thing that people in America are tired of the status quo. They are tired yeah. of the mainstream media. They're yeah. not the mainstream media, mainstream politicians. Yes. And they're ready for something new and fresh. And that's why like 45 won to begin with because he pointed himself as an outsider. Right. And one of his biggest things was, I'm going to go drain the swamp in Washington. But he brought the swamp with him. Honey, he you brought know, a toxic dog. Exactly. So it's just like, you know, but you know, but that's what one of one of the things that was attractive right. to the non-racist, non-white supremacist people that voted for him and you know hired him. Right. Yeah, elected him. Right. Um. Yeah. But that's a that's a little bit about Lori. She also. Do you have um, a little bio about her? Uh, I am trying to find one. So, Lori Lightfoot uh, was born, Lori Elaine Lightfoot, August 4th. Oh my gosh, she's not too far from me. 
1962. She is an American politician who who was elected mayor of Chicago in 2019, just really recently. Uh, she's worked in private legal practice as a partner at Mayor Brown and held various government positions in the city of Chicago, most notably the former president of the Chicago Police Board and chair of the Chicago Police Accountability Task Force. That's what I was talking about. Mm -hmm. She is a member of the Democratic Party. Lightfoot ran for mayor of Chicago in 2019, advancing a runoff election against Tony Preckwinkle in uh, the February 2019 election. She defeated Preckwinkle in a runoff on April 2nd, 2019. Lightfoot is the first black female and first openly gay leader of the city, which will now be the largest United States history to have an openly LGBTQ and again, the largest U.S. cis his <laughs> <US> city uh, <laughs> to be headed by a woman. Mm. She is uh, the second woman to be elected mayor of Chicago and the first woman to hold the office since the four-year term of Jane Byrne ended in 1983. Beautiful. Ah. Um, but she is. She does have a wife and they have a daughter. Beautiful. Like a ten-year-old little girl. She's really cute. So we just watched season 10, episode 18 of Will and Grace, Jack's Big Gay Wedding. It originally mm. aired on April 4th, 2019. And as always, it was directed with James Burroughs and written by Alex Hirschlag and Suzanne Martin. And uh, this, is, this is the episode. This is the episode that um, Jack finally... Marries Estefan Gloria. <laughs> Ties the knot. Ties the knot, honey. And I, th I really, really liked this episode because it was a very satisfying episode for me, particularly because the thing that I have been waiting for since the day he became one of the recurring characters on Will and Grace, uh -huh. Smitty the bartender, oh. my... Oh yes! Finally came yes. through, which yes. again, which again, I'm not trying to make things up, mm -mm. but allegedly the, the the writers and the producers are listening to us. Listening, because that's what I said when we, when we first met Smitty. I was like, oh my god, this is what I want, and we'll get to it in a bit. Yeah, but it happened. It happened, and also. Um, the other funny thing, I felt like that was there was there's a moment in this episode where I feel like did they write this whole episode around this one joke? <laughs> it was great. So, uh, oh so God. the A story is obviously Jack, Jack getting married. Jack's getting married, yes. and also there's a continuation of because it was to be continued from last episode. Mm -hmm. But uh, Will and Grace are also talking and having a conversation about. About um, curmudgeon, the curmudgeon, Noah. and Noah. Yes, and uh, there, uh, Will and Grace are sitting and just waiting in the waiting area there at the airport, waiting to go on, mm -hmm. uh, waiting for the flight, and they're going back and forth, and they have this whole thing about. Will is not really having to say anything and Grace is having the argument with herself and 
Will is just kind of saying like one word or or later in the episode, he it's just utterances, mm-hmm. and so Grace is having all this conflict with herself, like you don't have to tell me, you don't have to say that, da, 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 da. you know. Which so, is like it was so funny because Will was doing like she, he was gonna like, mm, mm-hmm, right, mm. which is like completely me, like when I'm over something. And I definitely don't because I know if I open my mouth, I will say something that would the other person will get mm-hmm. mad or get angry or cry over or whatever. Right. So like when I am controlling my mouth and not saying anything because I know I, I shouldn't open my mouth right now. Right. Because Eckhart Tolle. And, uh, <laughs> and then I'm like, I'm, I com- I'm controlling myself. And I'm like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Right. Like that Will was doing the exact that same, same thing. thing. And I was like, yeah. okay, bitch, I'll see you. Uh-huh. I've been uh-huh. there, honey. I, I usually go there once a day. Uh but yeah, they were having this whole conversation because uh Will was they were having the conversation mm-hmm. and they were going back and forth mm-hmm. and Grace was trying to make it okay for herself that Noah wasn't showing up or wasn't coming on the trip. Right. And then when they, um, and then they even have a moment where they find out, well, Jack and um, Estefan and Karen, Karen are at the, are at the counter <laughs> with the, with the stewards or the flight attendant. Right. The person at the ticket at the, at the, which is, was funny to me because I like, they were still using the old school way of traveling. Yes. You know, like especially traveling internationally, that doesn't happen that way anymore. Right. You know what I mean? There's a whole <laughs> new system, but yeah. I love how Willingers was like, you know what? We'll just go back to the old yeah, way. Yeah. We're just going to back, go back to the nineties where there was right. a, like, you know, just go in, save the gate. Girl. Right. <laughs> They're like 90 million security checks and points before oh you get God. to the gate. Yeah. Yeah. Fully. Amazing. Fully. Yes. But anyway, so they're there. They're hearing that the um, that the the flight is being delayed. Mm-hmm. And then Jack is like, can't you just do that thing where you go... And he like beats on the counter with his fingers. He pounds on the counter with his fingers. She's like, oh yeah. And then yeah, the girl did it. And she and um and she's like, oh, it's still it's still delayed. And then of course, Karen comes over in this amazing double-breasted pantsuit. Yes, white, honey. Ooh, looking honey. gorgeous. And <laughs> she's Karen's such a gay icon. I swear to God, so good, so good, so good. And of course, she leans in like mm-hmm. tits first and, and says something really sexy and seductive to the lady, and it was like. You know, now let's see, you know, what happens or whatever. And then, um, <laughs> and, and then, then she comes back and she's like, oh, look, it's not delayed anymore. It's canceled. No, and then before that, she says something to Jack and uh, uh, Stefan. Yes. She says, yes, I am lesbian now. Right. And yes, my beautiful black girlfriend's coming. And yes, she is black. Right. Or did I say that she was black or something right, like yeah. that? Like she made sure they know she's right, black. every like every little detail about her. Yeah. Uh, and then um, when Will and Grace get that news, then Grace kind of steps to the side 
to uh, go and tell Noah that the um because the friend is there only for the three days, and that was part of what the argument right. was like. It's only there for three days, and da da da. You know, Will just wasn't having it. Right, right. And so she goes to leave to tell um, to tell Noah, let Noah know that, you know, they're going to be there at the airport. They actually can't leave. They're just waiting. Yeah. Which is like, and then they decide to have the wedding at the airport. Like, the, this is Jack's getting more increasingly upset over this. Like, mm-hmm. he's just like visibly shaken by this whole thing that everything that he wanted, everything that he was looking forward to and like begged Karen and Will to get for him, he now has to let go of all of that. Yes. Whether it's that, uh, you know, Spanish the, wedding in the castle, whether it's the, the unicorn, the unicorn station. station, whatever, <laughs> like everything that he went out of his way to get, now it's all gone because they decide to have the wedding at the airport. Because they and really I, don't have, they don't have any other choice. Right. And I like, just don't fucking do it at the airport. Please don't do it at the airport. <laughs> Not because of the wedding, just because I would be so annoyed if I was at the airport and some motherfucker was getting married. Oh. Like a- airport culture is stressful enough as it is. Right. Like don't even put it, make it more stressful and raucous and crazy right. by throwing a, a wedding, wedding party in the middle. In the middle. In the middle like how dare you? <laughs> no, like my time. No, no, no. You don't get to have your wedding on my time when I'm around. On my travel I'm, time. I'm the curmudgeon here. Yeah. I'm fully the curmudgeon. I was like, why are they having? The wedding at the airport like airports are not the the literally hell the on earth place to want to do anything like per, like intimate and personal right and, and also it's just like i i don't travel by plane one because i'm poor two because i had the airport like that is like my least right. favorite place i would rather be in a public bathroom than an airport <laughs> I swear to God. And not that, and you listen, I'm kind of like, you know, I'm Persian. I'm kind of Persian looking. I have, like, I'm, a, you know. You're at, that's not your favorite place. Not, not, no, and, and I've never had a bad experience there. Right. Well, except once. Yeah. But that, I'll t- we'll yeah. talk about that later. But, uh, yeah, I've never had a bad experience at, at, at an airport either. Like, I've always been, you know, treated very well. Right. But um, I just don't like it. Airports are gross to me. It, they're just terrible. I mean, had it been like the 60s or the 70s when people would dress up, go and to the airport, it was... And they took care of you. Yes. And fed you real food on the and plane. You and you sat down and you had a smoke, you right. know. I, I, I remember there was always that uh, section yeah. in in the in, in the plane that you would get up and go to the thing that you could smoke. Now you can't even smoke. That's not chic. <laughs> Oh, of course not. <laughs> I was born at a wrong time. <laughs> I should have been alive during the like a glamorous sixties and seventies. Right. Like I should have been, you know, gay then. A part of that whole era. Uh, uh, era. So I, 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 and I, and I tend to be realistic about my dreams and stuff, mm. but. Um, I, I always romanticize that time, like the 50s, 60s, and 70s. It's yeah. just, it sounded so just amazing and simple, simple, yeah. simpler. Simpler. Yeah. Simpler and simpler. glamorous. Yeah. If oh. Those two things could work together. Ah! <laughs> yeah, sorry. Oh, but Tangent over. That's all right. Um, but there's so, there's, like, there's a lot that's going on. So oh, yes. Have, so all these things are kind of converging at the airport. So we have the wedding that's going on. <laughs> we have these actual uh, p- 
potential and real breakups happening uh-huh. at the at the airport and all these things are kind of coming together so um grace is like i get basically like finishing her relationship with noah yeah so what happens is that uh grace goes when she finds out that the wedding is happening at the airport and not in spain she says oh my god now that we're still in town in america Noah can now come and attend the wedding right and will is saying i don't know if that's such a good idea and grace goes you know as always she never listens to will right so she goes and invites him and he obviously says no mm-hmm. and then when she comes back to will will that's when will's like mm-hmm, mm, right mm. yeah yeah yeah. and she's like don't talk to me that way yeah how dare you say that <laughs> um but Absolutely. the other things that are happening is that nikki shows up yes at the to come and support the wedding and be with karen mm-hmm. and uh mccoy comes and i knew it when i when you did I knew something was going down with his character when he was away in London. And so I was like, mm-hmm. something that something's gonna something's afoot. Yes. You guys <laughs> go back character. and listen to the last episode because Carrie called it that McCoy is gonna stay in London. Carrie yeah. was like the second. It was like McCoy's gonna stay in London and no one Grace is gonna break up. Right. So and so, we don't we didn't know. We still haven't seen the show. We hadn't even seen the show yet. And you know. Yeah. We're just really good at what we do. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And so, so you we have um, we have Grace finishing a relationship, basically mm-hmm. signing, you know, like kind of going through those uh, with not withdrawals, but the 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 final throes of that relationship. Yeah. And of course, as an as uh, audience members, we're walking like, oh man, Grace again. Mm-hmm. You know, we're having to like see you go through another. Uh, relationship breakup because Will was saying some really sweet things to her. Mm-hmm. Oh uh, yes, through you know through this kind of semi argument that they're having. He for her he's saying, "I wish you could see yourself the way that I do. Why can't? Why don't you want the best for yourself? Or why are you settling for sixty percent exactly when you can have a hundred? Right. That's exactly what uh, I was gonna say because." There is a point that Grace says something that kind of I was like I understand what she's saying. I real I fully comprehend what she's saying because what she's saying is not a it's it's not not a truth. You know, it's like it's 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 the truth. It's it it could be it's not a lie basically. And so what she's saying is like at after a certain time and certain point in your life, Mm -hmm. you will be happy to get the sixty percent of what you want, and you deal and you deal with the rest of the forty. And that there is a there is a hint of truth into that. I really do believe that sometimes when it gets to a certain level, certain point, you kind of have to compromise on Mm -hmm. some things. You know, because especially when you're much younger and you have this idealistic uh, scenarios and situations in your mind that uh, hey this can happen or that can happen or I'm going to find the man of my dreams I'm going to find the girl of my dreams or whatever 
And then you get to a certain point, it's like, oh, that doesn't exist. So if a, if a person matches 60% of what I like, maybe I can deal with the other 40, 40. you know right. what I mean? Absolutely. And so I understood that. And I also understood uh, Will's point when he sat down and says, when you love somebody unconditionally, mm-hmm. you don't, and they're telling you that they're settling for something, you will, you want to be like, no, baby, you don't have to settle. Right. You can, you know, you don't know what I see. Because the same, what you're hearing in your brain, that voice is not the truth. You're not, you know, whatever they, that voice tells you about you, that's not the truth. But no. I am seeing the truth. I am seeing who you mm-hmm. are as a person. And I'm mm-hmm. telling you that you can find 100% or 90%. Or eighty percent, not yeah. you know, go down sixty. See, yeah. So I I fully understood that, and it was like such a real moment between two people and a real situation because I like it. it these two truly love each other, and Grace is trying to stay realistic about what she can and can't do anymore. Right, and at the right. same time, Will's like because he loves her so much, he wants her to realize. Because he's like, I wish you could see what I see. Yeah. And that's like, haven't we all heard that at some point in our our lives? Oh my God. You know what I mean? Because our perception of ourselves is not the truth. Right. And at, you know, and at times, you know, sometimes we just feel defeated or we give up. And I think in that moment, Grace is in that place where she says, I, she says that I can't do better. Yeah. Um, but, uh, so they ha- they have that moment together and Grace is kind of left to kind of think on that. Yeah. And, uh... She goes to eat, yeah, as Grace she does. Goes, <laughs> she, goes, she goes to eat. <laughs> and then, so, we have, um, Nikki comes in. Mm-hmm. And her and Karen... <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Before Nikki comes go Karen is at the bar and oh yes with Smith and she's yes with Smitty and 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 we real it's like wow Smitty works everywhere and this is what happens which I love so Karen sits down and you know and then she orders a drink and when the drink comes it's Smitty and she's like oh my god Smitty you work everywhere like right. why and he says because of all the death and the tragedy that's happened in my family I have to work multiple jobs mm-hmm. and Karen just starts losing her mind and, and like it's just a running joke every single time uh-huh. this has been a running joke for like 15 years yes and it and I, and I the whole time I remember the first time we spoke about Smitty I said every single time that Karen and Smitty have a scene together I mm. always wish that at some point Karen wouldn't love or Karen or there would something else would happen yeah. in that yeah. scene and you yeah. guys can go back and listen to the other episodes uh-huh. uh, I did say that and I have been waiting for it since day one, since like the year 2001 when Smitty first came onto the, <laughs> on the show. And I was like, I need, I, I need that for my satisfaction, for my satisfaction of my soul. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. here we are, bitch. Yes. When Smitty, when Karen goes, when Smitty makes another joke, well, according to Karen, and Karen laughs and she says, oh my God, Smitty, if I wasn't a lesbian, I would jump over and kiss you. Mm-hmm. And then Smitty goes, well, maybe you're not a lesbian. You're just lost. Right. And then this is Karen goes, oh, 
she tries to laugh and she's like, that's not funny. Right. And finally, ah. finally, Smitty doesn't laugh. Oh my God, that was so good to me. I I, I just I just enjoyed it. But and, and the other, and it's also continued with, you know, maybe, because Karen says, maybe I can still find love. And then Smitty like laughs at her. I love that part, but yes, but eventually Karen comes back to the yeah. bar and she's like, maybe it's not too late for me. Maybe yeah, I can yeah. still do it. And Smitty just loses his mind and starts laughing. It's like, Miss Walker, you're so funny. Oh, so good. But then again, she goes back to, uh, she's with Nikki. Nikki. And it's trying to tell Nikki about Karen. She's like, yeah. hey, listen, they're at the airport. Right <laughs> with the with the thing and the the mic. The mic. They're, the so they're they're at the they're at the they're at the uh, where you getting ready to board right right before you walk down the ramp to go to the plane mm-hmm. and you have the flight <laughs> attendant station with the the microphone and everything <laughs> and they fully recreate like Ellen's <laughs> coming out scene from her from her show. <laughs> Like almost word for word. <laughs> I love that so much. And then she goes, she goes, Nikki, I need to tell you something. Yeah. And it's just very hard that she walks around to like to the, yeah, to the opposite other side. side. And then she goes, I'm straight. But it, just like Ellen in the it Poppy echoes. episode, it echoes like she says it in the mic that she, Ellen said, I'm gay. And then mm-hmm. everybody found out. Right. And then uh, she says, I'm straight. And then it echoes and everybody turns around and looks and then Coco Peru, she's like, stop it, there are children around. Right. (laughs) So, that's another thing. So, Coco is in this, our friend of the show, Friend of the show, Coco Peru. Uh, She is in this episode and it's so good to see her in this and she's so funny and just, they wrote her such great, like, lines and she can deliver like nobody. Yeah, I love how Coco has become, like, the the, the, the to-go drag queen for right. the show. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's so like, oh, we need a drag queen. Call Miss Coco. Call Miss Coco. Because she's so amazing. She's amazing and she has a history with the show. Yeah, and she's just a sweet person to work yeah, with. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, um, so... Coco's there. She's going. She's on her way to Florida to to marry her sister. <laughs> and because earlier earlier in the episode, um, Jack and Estefan are so we know that they're stuck in the airport. They're gonna have the wedding there, and Jack has realized that they, he doesn't have anyone to marry them because he has said that um, Estefan's Tio, his uncle, is going to marry them, and he's and he can do it because he's a judge on Spain's Got Talent. <laughs> and then Will is like, <laughs> and, the, and Will says, <laughs> it's what it says basically like he hasn't realized that right. you know the uncle's in, in Spain, Spain yeah. and like give him just give him three, two, one, and then <laughs> and then Jack just kind of like break down, breaks down and cries and. The whole thing. But, so, oh, so they good. run it. So, he and Stefan run into Coco in the in the airport. You gay bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and she 
goes, I'm going to, uh, you know, Boca Raton or something yes. to to marry my sister. And someone goes, you cannot marry your sister. <laughs> Jack is like, they can in Florida. <laughs> I'm going to mar- I'm going to officiate the wedding, and right. then this is again like I always love it when Jack does a deal with somebody because Jack always loses when she yeah. when he makes a deal. He goes, uh, uh, you know, can you officiate our wedding because we were getting married here? And Coco was like seventy five dollars. Jack goes twenty five. Coco goes hundred. Jack goes two hundred. You got yourself a, a deal. deal. Coco's like deal. <laughs> So Coco, Miss Coco is gonna officiate the wedding, mm. and um, McCoy is also. We've talked about him that he's also in the scene. He's at the airport to support right. Will, and then he says, "Hey, I got the job. I got my dream job." Mm-hmm. And this is what happens when uh, Will goes, "Oh, how that's amazing, honey! Like, good for you, baby, or something like that." And then yeah. he goes, "I." Uh, but I have to leave I have to move to London and then Will's like oh we're gonna work it out a lot of people have maintained a relationship uh, you know long distance Distance. Uh and then McCoy goes name one and then he couldn't (laughs) name one and this is so funny because in true McCoy style he is like (laughs) giving you like just the extremes in this episode so there are moments when like McCoy is like just breaking down, crying, <laughs> yes. and then people keep coming up to him and wanting to take pictures, and he like pulls right out of it and like will take a picture with like these women that love him, and then he'll break down crying again. There is an art to that, you know. Like there is an absolute art. Okay, so you know, I I'm I'm gonna bring Brittany up because yeah. you know that's your go-to. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's your go-to drag queen. <laughs> She's my go-to person, but, and, yeah. I, and I, I'm sending all my love for her right now. Absolutely! Like, oh my bring god, me you guys! All the love, light, and energy to you, darling. Because you all, yes, <laughs> please just send send love, 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 love to um, Brittany Jean. Oh. Because she, um, you know, she's just in a tough she's place right now. She's going through it right she now. She needs and she needs support. So. I feel. I feel like at the end of each decade, she goes through something. <laughs> It's like she's mm. she's she does well during the decade, but towards the end of it, she's like kind of like loses her mind. Yeah. yeah. But um, no, but that reminded me of Britney because Britney as a person, she's a goofy, insecure like nerd, uh-huh. and then her persona on stage is like sex robot, Lolita, sex right. kitten, like yes. you know, like just just oozes sexuality mm-hmm. and they're like you know back in the day when MTV was a thing and they would like show videos they would always like premiere Britney videos because there was always an event every single time yeah. and so they would show like the behind the scenes like making the video of the video and then they would premiere the video on mm-hmm. MTV mm-hmm. and then I remember and you can still watch this one on YouTube it's the Oops I Did Again video 
and she is um you know they're, they're like they're doing like the headshot of the of uh-huh. the scene like when she's like singing the just close up the close up yeah. exactly and then she's like so goofy and so nerdy like behind like when the camera is not rolling and then the second is action it just something changes right. in her demeanor and in her face yes. and then she turns on Britney the pop star right. and it's just beautiful and sexy and she just does it and then the second the the camera's shot and the action's yeah. done she goes back to being an absolute stupid nerd <laughs> and like that there is a thing that these like people yeah. do that they put on, the, on yeah, yeah. or oh, like when the, the, you know the, in some of the other um, performances like later on in her career like mm. she's like angry at something or she's like fighting with someone but the second is action and cameras rolling yeah. it's just like she snaps back to being Britney the pop star right which is like it's very difficult to do but it's an art form and a lot yeah. of people can do it and McCoy obviously knows Has, how to do knows that knows how to do that yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. He, like, has, he has that Britney gene yeah <laughs> G E N E. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what a compliment. Wow. Um, and then obviously McCoy goes, I, I, I love this because he's like fully like snot crying. Right. And then, you know, this girl comes up to her and is like, oh, can you take a picture? And she goes, obviously. And then snaps back to being McCoy, the newscaster. Right. And then she's like, and then she takes a picture and she's like, do you want to see it? It's like, no, it's always good. Right. Yeah. <laughs> They're always good. And then when the second group of girls come and she goes, they take a picture and then she goes, oh, I don't look good in it. And then Will goes, nobody looks good next to him. Right. Get out of here. (laughs) So, so they, so they go have this whole conversation around, um, uh, keeping the job, giving up the job because McCoy kind of reveals that, you know, he actually didn't get the job, but then we find out that he actually turned it down mm-hmm. and because he wants to stay with Will and he can't give up Will. Yeah. And then Will says, you have to go and make that phone call and tell him that you want because you will end up resenting me and I can't have that. Yes. And I thought that was very big of Will and grown of Will. And that is our Will. Yeah. He is self-sacrificing. Yes. Has always been that way. Has always been that way. Yeah. And I just thought that was such um i knew this scene was coming uh-huh. but i'm glad they worked it out in such a sweet way and then at this point i'm like motherfucker you know grace is broken up with noah will is losing mccoy mm-hmm. here we are again yeah you know where they have found people that they felt like they really connected mm-hmm. to and are uh in loving relationships right with, and they're have separated from them yet again. Mm-hmm. They're single again. Like again. They can't hold on to anybody. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, um, and, uh, Karen has, um, had her moment with Nikki and has kind of ended and ended that thing. And then she's again, gone back to the bar and had her moment with Smitty. <laughs> this is when finally Mike's satisfaction comes through. Right. And this is when Smitty laughs at Karen and yes. Karen's like caught off guard. Like, why is he laughing? <laughs> and I'm like, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Max Muchnick and David Cohen for listening to us and yes. thinking about me when you were writing this story. <laughs> and also, it's just like, it was just satisfactory. I just, it was just it like, oh, felt so good for Karen to taste her own medicine. Right. And also, I feel like at some point, I'm like, on some levels, subconsciously, I'm thinking, 
Karen is a one percenter, point one percenter. Karen yes. is a rich, rich white woman in America. This place was made for Karen, right? Right. And I feel like everything. Nothing I see, goes wrong for her. No, never. And yeah. it, 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 you, it never does. Like right. she, go, she she's going to win at every aspect of yeah. her life. She has no repercussions. Social life, exactly. Yeah. So it was just good for her to get. Some retribution. retribution of what she's done to Vivo for the past like 50 years. So, so all of this, all this has happened and it brings us to the main event, to yes. the wedding. And, yes, sure and does. They walk and so it's Will, Jack and Grace are walking down the aisle together and they're doing like this Broadway like cross step thing down the aisle <laughs> and Stefan is at the at the at the front of the aisle with Coco Peru behind the stewardess thing yes. officiating yes. the wedding yes. Yes. performing the wedding and, and Stefan is like in a sleeveless and short set tuxedo <laughs> and I loved I loved Will and Jack like uh, because Will when Will is giving Jack away uh-huh. she's like Jack this is your moment. This is all about you. This is for you. Enjoy it or something like that. Yeah. Goes, and then, I've been waiting for this, for you to say this for 30 years. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> and obviously, it's not about Jack. Right. So, they so they, they launch into their vows. Coco starts the ceremony, says some really, you know, nice things about, you know, uh, uh, gathered everyone's gathered here queers and blah 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 yeah all of that and they go into their vows and jack is saying to estefan you know basically estefan you know me you know i've prepared nothing <laughs> but he said all like you were saying earlier on like all these things that i wanted we have none of that and the only thing that matters and that really counts is that i'm here with you looking into your yeah. eyes uh-huh. and then and then it's estefan's turn and he starts singing like some Andrea Botticelli song or some something some operatic song, I like Tia Mord or Tia something it's some opera song I know that's either I know, Andrea I know, I Botticelli too. sang it or like uh what's the other favorite uh, Pavarotti Pavarotti I think Pavarotti is more Man. famous for, oh, for yeah, singing yeah. it yeah yeah, yeah, yeah yeah and so they're doing that he goes into that and then Estefan's voice isn't great. No. But then Grace chimes <laughs> in and Smitty's behind her. No, 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 no. So that's happening. And then Will and McCoy are having a conversation yeah. about. Before we get to that, because it's because it comes down to making sudden choices. Yes. And oh, we need, right. We need to go back and talk about Grace. When Grace is thinking about breaking up with Noah for good, she mm-hmm. goes and buys something like some kind of like and some cream filled cookie, like yeah, really, that you get like the, it's I almost think, like, it's almost like a, a crazy version of Cinnabon. Exactly. Yeah. So like she's eating that as she does mm-hmm. when she's upset or happy. Right. She eats yeah emotional eater eater. and um she's like she she puts the knife or the fork into this thing and Mm -hmm. it has cream in it and she's like oh my god puts her head back yeah flung it back like how do you say this what's that action you do she 
whipped her head back. Whipped her head back, yeah. And she hits this other guy behind her. Mm. And this is when the guy, they start talking and they're like, oh, you know, she says, oh, please don't stop eating. This is really good. And Grace says, oh, that's the nicest thing any man has ever said to me. And right. that starts a conversation uh -huh. between them. And this is Love when... Love first bite. Yeah. <laughs> Which is great. <coughs> Which is Grace's tea. Absolutely. Like that, like if anywhere she would find somebody is by eating. Absolutely, because the way to Grace's heart is through her stomach. 100%. <laughs> and the guy, basically what happens is that they, he says, I'm just going. I'm going to Italy at first and I'm going mm. to France later and then we'll see what happens. I'm not, right. I don't have any plans. And they have this conversation about just like picking up and leaving and doing what you want to do and what right. makes you happy. Mm -hmm. And the guy says, who is also in Veep, Right. He says, hey, um, would you like to, this is too crazy, but and he doesn't ask her to go with mm -hmm, him, mm -hmm. but she says, kudos for like even attempting to ask me that yeah, question. Uh -huh, and that yeah. like stays behind in Bra Grace's, Grace's brain. Yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And then at the wedding, Will, uh, 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 McCoy is still just losing his mind because he has to go back to dating underwear models, right. uh, Bravo executives, <laughs> or uh, soccer Italian players, soccer players, players, which is like, I think like uh, Christian Ronaldo, uh -huh. Andy Cohen, and some, you know, underwear models. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what the joke was. Yeah. And she said, and then Will goes, yeah, and I have to go back to part on piano teachers. Yes. And <laughs> no show grinder days. <laughs> and then, and then this is what happened. And then Will suddenly, during Jack's wedding, Will asked McCoy to marry him. And McCoy, right, at not just any part, but at the most important part where Jack is about to say, I do. Yes. And then in the back, you see uh, Will down on his knee and McCoy saying, yes, Will, I will marry you. Yes. Because <laughs> Will is now doing something spontaneous and <laughs> in the moment and, you know, crazy. Yes. Because they're trying to figure out how to stay together and what can what can they do to make it work? So in my mind, watching this, I'm thinking, well, what's keeping uh, Will from moving to York? Boston? Yeah, exactly. You know? And that's what I thought was going to happen. Yeah. I thought he was going to say, "Hey, I'm I can move to London with you." Yeah, and just be there. So I think that's what eventually will happen. Yeah, and I think where they're going with this. Hopefully, if they don't fuck it up, the first episode of the next season. Mm -hmm. What they're going with this is that we're gonna. Finish the entire series by Will's wedding at the end of next uh, next season. Oh, I think that would be really fabulous if yeah, they do a big, a gorgeous, wedding. real wedding. Or like a, a double wedding. Sure. Yeah. You know, let's have a double wedding, bitch. Yeah. yeah. Um, so and then and this is one of my favorite parts of the episode as well. When every time Jack screams, I feel like an angel gets his wings because <laughs> Jack the, McCoy just gets up and says. Yes, Will Truman. Yes, I will marry you. And Jack is like, it. <laughs> And then Will says, Oh, no, 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 you're still getting married first. I'm dying inside. It's like, Okay, I can deal with that. Yeah, <laughs> that makes it better. Yeah. And then they start the thing, they, uh, they continue the wedding, and um, 
and then Jack and Estefan Gloria marry each other and uh, you know Karen's back at the bar with Smitty and Grace and Will are having a conversation about mm. how spontaneous and you know um, what's the other word that they use they use another word as well and just I can't remember. Yeah. And uh, Will says, yeah, I know, but that's usually your thing. But I decided to just go for it. Right. Tell that to Grace. Yeah. And then this, like... Triggers. Triggers Grace, like, mm. sparks a, like, a little flame in her brain. that mm. she's like, you know what? I'm going to go after the guy. Does it spark joy? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and so she goes, buys a ticket, meets that guy... Yes. ...at the gate... Which was like super nineties sitcom, and it was just such a great throwback. Oh, that right, doesn't happen in will. TV. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I'm just talking in general. Yeah, oh, like yeah, for it, sure. Oh, maybe oh. I don't watch sitcoms anymore, and this is the only sitcom I watch. Maybe that's why. Mm. But I feel like, like the sitcoms these days don't go down that route of right. like meeting somebody at the gate and uh-huh, like you know uh-huh. what I mean. And the- it felt like yeah, yeah I felt that felt like really retro and I really was here for it but yeah Grace dumps Noah and goes with this dude and they end the episode with one of my favorite versions of Love is in the Air and they have this really gorgeous like disco moment yeah. in, the, in the airport lounge in the bar and that and I love that because that lo- that version of Love is in the Air is from one of my all-time favorite movies, Ballroom, mm. by Baz Luhrmann. So, oh, yeah, of course. Strictly uh, Ballroom. Strictly Ballroom. Yeah. Strictly Ballroom. And yes. just love it. So that brought back so many memories and whatever. Yes. But, oh, my gosh, you guys. Such a good episode. Such so much a good fun, season. So funny. So many little added uh, treats in here, like the the Ellen reference, Coco Peru. Uh, yes. All, all these really fun things. So, you guys, I hope you all enjoyed this season as much as we did. Yes. We're looking forward to next season. I just I know they're going to keep listening to us uh-huh. and keep writing what we want yes. to see in the show. Yes. So you guys just give us a call in the hiatus and we'll give you some more ideas. Yes. <laughs> and please give us some money. Uh-huh. We both can use some more money. <laughs> um, and uh, so where can people find you my darling? You can find me on my website at www com, Facebook and Instagram and Twitter at Carrie and Brie. And I am Farzame Jam on Instagram F-A-R-Z-A-M-A-J-A-M and you can also find us on Facebook just like a Will and Grace podcast. Follow us on Twitter just like W-N-G and follow us on Instagram just like podcast and that's it. What do you say?